0: Welcome to the Antioch Austin podcast. Wherever you're listening from, we hope this message encourages you. For more information about Antioch Austin, please check our website at antiochatx.com. Now here's Pastor J.D. Griffin. All right, well, what is good, church? Man, I love these moments that we get to share together. Uh, And if you missed it last week, the one and only Liz, my wife, preached an incredible message. What doesn't kill you will make you stronger or just leave you half dead. So if you missed that, you need to watch it this week. Take 35 minutes. It'll change your life. And right off the bat, I kind of want to give some shout outs. Like first and foremost, I want to shout out our life group leaders. You guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, thanks for just being you. I mean, gosh, we couldn't do any of the things that we've been able to do over this crazy seasons and shifts and things moving around and changing so quickly uh, without you guys being right there with us and in a lot of ways leading out uh, in so much that's going on around here. And I also want to shout out our AV team, specifically Tyler and Moses, just incredible. And and everyone who is here tonight that's operating a camera, I'm going to look at all the cameras right now, all the camera operators, like Thank you guys so 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 much I mean we you know we developed a department here at Antioch in two days uh, and and we couldn't have done it not just with without Moses and Tyler's incredible leadership uh, but we also couldn't have done it without the amazing volunteers that have just jumped in uh, and made this thing just just move forward in the midst of so much uh, difficulty so if you know somebody who's been serving as a life group leader or if you know somebody who's been serving on our worship team or our AV team or our lighting team or any of that, send them a bunch of text messages. Like, let's just text bomb some people uh, today on this amazing Sunday. All right. Now, I, I am biased, but I do believe that we have the best teams filled with the best people in the entire world. And it's an honor and a privilege to, to call you friends and and to lead alongside uh, with you. But the word that God has put on my heart for us today uh, was birthed out of Colossians 3 verse 1. If you have a Bible, uh, I want you to turn there with me. If not, it's all good. We're going to put it on the screen. Uh, and it says this, since then you've been raised with Christ, set your hearts On things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, and set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And the title of my message today is What You Thinking About? What what are you thinking about? Now, now look, I brought my mask. Now, I'll be honest, I, I never thought that this would be a part of my look. Okay, I never I, I never in my life did I think that I would be wearing a mask when I'm going out in public. Look, I went to the store this week and, and when I was there, I had an interaction with a lady and I was convinced that she was mad at me the whole time. Have you realized that everybody looks angry wearing a mask. Like, I'm smiling at people, and I'm realizing you don't see me smiling. Like, I think you think I'm snarling at you. Like, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. So I asked this lady for help because I'm at Petco because the Griffins got a new puppy. You want to meet the new puppy? We call him Little Davey. All right, we're going to put a little picture of Lil Davey up. Little cute Davey. I love that little homie. I call him Davey Diaz. He's my little gangster puppy. And I'm at Petco, all right, and I'm talking to this lady, and the thing that tripped me out more than anything else was it was like we were ignoring the fact that we were talking to each other wearing masks. It's, it's almost like we're pretending that we're just having a normal interaction. But all I keep thinking about is like five weeks ago, if I would have rolled up into your store wearing a mask and sunglasses, you would have thought either this guy is pretending to be Michael Jackson or he's about to rob the store. And now it's like, everything is fine. Like we're just having a, and, and I'm, I'm like, okay, are we at the point now where we are like, in like encouraging people's mask. like we're like, dude, hey, great mask dog. like you know, are, are we there? Are we there? Now, but what what's been amazing is the length that we will go to manage the spread of this crisis. I mean, we we are going to unbelieve, I mean, this will be written about, in history books for forever uh, on the dramatic, drastic steps that we have taken to try to contain this virus. I, I mean, the way that people are banding together, I mean, we got governments working together, we've got schools and businesses, and, and at no small cost, right? I mean, at no small cost are the sacrifices that are being made as we are trying to protect ourselves and the most vulnerable among us from potentially getting sick. And it's been amazing to see what we're willing to endure to protect ourselves against something that can potentially hurt us or those around us. But as I've been living in the middle of this, and talking to so many of you, I think that there's more than a virus that we need to be guarding ourselves against catching in the midst of this crisis. And that is catching bad thoughts. Have you caught some bad thoughts lately? I mean, what are you spending your time thinking about? Look, I mean, we are storing up hand sanitizer. We are disinfecting our cars and our homes four times a day. We're wearing masks and face shields. We're staying six feet apart from one another, doing everything we can to guard against COVID-19. But our minds are under attack right now as well. Bad, fearful, doomsday. It times divisive thoughts uh, that I would say might actually be more widespread than the virus itself are consuming us daily. Hear me, bad thoughts will affect us. Now, they're going to affect us differently than this virus will affect us, That this virus that we're fighting together. But at the same time, it might be just as detrimental to us. You know, my parents are are kind of at that age where this thing's no joke, right? Now they're healthy, they're strong, and and, and they're being smart about this. And you know for sure, like everybody gets at least two built-in fans in life, right? And mine is Papa Greg and Queen Grammy. All right, so you know they're watching this right now. So shout out, love you. But you know what? I I know they're safe. I know they're not sick. But at the same time, it's stressful. Because like the the thoughts of like, are they really okay? Is something going to happen? Like, are they being safe enough? You know, like, are are they taking this seriously? It weighs on you. I mean, I have friends who are considered to be at risk. And I know some, some of my friends, their kids are considered to be at risk where if they were to, to catch this, the, the fight that they would be in, the struggle that they would have would be significant and very, very scary. And look, it's stressful. Like it, th- those thoughts of like, are they going to be okay? Uh, are, are like are, are my friends going to be okay? Are their kids going to be okay? It's heavy. And every day the numbers, like they just keep like going up, right? The numbers of people that are affected by this thing just keeps going up and up and up. But hear me, it's not just the people who are infected that are affected. The numbers are going up of people who are infected, yes, but the, pe- the, the numbers of people that are affected are also going up. I mean, look, unemployment, the thoughts of, am I going to lose my job? stressful is the economy gonna rebound stressful i mean there's a few of us that might be infected but we're all affected this is hitting closer and closer to home and i've had so many conversations this week including with my brother where he just got word that across his entire company, 15% of everyone's wages are just cut right off the top for the rest of the year and, and bonuses are eliminated. And here's the deal. Like some of you are watching this right now and you're going like, man, that sounds great because I just found out that I don't even have a job anymore. It's stressful. And in the midst of all of this, we're stuck in our house. We can't go anywhere. We can't, we can't, we can't break out. And, and so you're like trying to figure out like how do I how do I stay okay in my mind and work from home and for some of us manage homeschool? And you're trying to do all of this like in between episodes of Tiger King. And and, and you're and we're trying to figure it out and and we're like okay, but my thoughts are pulling me into some really dark places. And what I want to do is I want to go into a place in Scripture that, you know, honestly, you usually don't go here when you're talking about the fight of your mind. But I want want you to turn with me to Deuteronomy 30. Now, now, where we're going to be finding ourselves is we're going to be entering into this passage right in the middle of a very familiar pattern that the people of Israel found themselves in over and over again, all over the Old Testament. And it's very simply summed up as this. They would rebel and then they would return. This was the pattern. The people of God would rebel against God and then God would make a way for them to return back to him and then so on and so so forth. This thing just kept happening and happening and happening. Rebel and return, rebel and return return. And and, and the people would, in their rebellion, would turn away from God. And when they would turn away from God, it would lead them to make horrible decisions and putting them in difficult situations. And God in his grace and his kindness would make a way out where there was no way for the people to find themselves back in his grace, back in his love, back in his kindness. And what we're finding here in Deuteronomy 30 is we're finding the people of God on the return trajectory. They're making their way back. God has made a way. They're coming back to God. They've been in rebellion. They've suffered the consequences of their horrible decisions. And so now they're on their way back. And in Genesis 30, verse 15, God is speaking to the people, and he gives them a very gracious but very clear warning. says this in verse 15. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I commanded you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him and to keep his commands, decrees and laws, and then you will live and increase. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are inheriting to possess. But if your heart turns away and you're not obedient And if you're drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land that you're crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. And this day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death. Blessing and curse now choose life. Now choose life. You know what? I know, look, this is, this is different, but I need somebody, just like if we were gathering together, I need somebody to stand up in your living room, in your kitchen, and I need you to stand up and say in the loudest voices you can, "I have a choice." Come on, everybody that's in the room, Say it with me. I have a choice." Now I think that it's important for us to see that we are in a similar spot as the people of Israel were on that day. We are standing with two very clear. Choices. Two paths in front of us as we're trying to navigate through what we're facing. There's the path that's going to lead to life, and there's a path that's going to lead to death. And the question for us is, what are we going to choose? Because we have a choice. Now, now, none of us chose to be in the middle of this, but we do still have a choice. In this, all right, none of us chose to be in the middle of this, but we still have a choice in this, and that choice is what you're thinking about. How are you thinking in this? Somebody needs to hear today that you don't have to accept being bullied by what you're thinking, you, you don't have to accept being pushed around by your mind. We have a choice where we let our minds go. And we can choose the path that leads to life and growth and favor or we can lead, or we can choose the path that leads to destruction and difficulty. We don't have to just go where our thoughts that we're catching are taking us. We have a choice. 2 Corinthians 10 tells us, for though we live in the world, we don't wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. And we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Look, there's some strongholds that have always been with us, but this crisis in a way has, has kind of deepened their roots among us. A stronghold is simply a deeply rooted belief. Now let's just be real. What about the stronghold of fear? The stronghold of fear over all of our lives was not created when this crisis started. Before COVID-19 was a thing, fear in our society was at an all-time high. Anxiety was at an all-time high. Depression was at an all-time high high. Just the stress of being alive, just living, making it through your day was at an all-time high. Those things didn't start with reports of death from COVID-19. No, those things just got stronger as the facts of what we were facing got clearer. And what about that stronghold of control? You know, that thing that we feel that life has to be my way, just this way, or I'm going to lose my way, right? Like, That dependence that we have on ourselves, that we can do it, that we can make it, that we can press our way through this. That wasn't created in this crisis, but boy, this crisis is pressing on it. It's pushing the roots down deeper. And the way that we fight these strongholds in our lives is to not allow thoughts to agree with them to have any room in our minds. The the way that we fight these strongholds in our life is not to allow thoughts that agree with them to have any room in our minds. Look, some strongholds that have roots in us started with a thought that we caught. Some of the strongholds that we're fighting with, they, they started with a thought that we caught. Bad thoughts unchecked will take root in us and will begin to destroy us. But we don't have to go where our thoughts are trying to take us, right? We have a choice and we don't have to choose the path of destruction. We can choose the path of life. So we need to, as Colossians 3 tells us, we need to set our hearts on things above, We need to set our mind on things above where Christ is, where he's seated at the right hand of God. We we need to set our mind on things above, not on earthly things. You see, we take our thoughts that are trying to pull us into fear and worry and uncertainty, and we have to say, no, I am not going to go where you want me to go. We don't have to be bullied by our thoughts. No, we can take our thoughts captive and say, you're going where I want to go. And where I want to go is to the feet of Jesus, the one that doesn't change, the one who is not overwhelmed, the one who is in complete control, and the one who told us in Luke 12, totally aware of how fragile that we are, absolutely sure of how fearful that we would be and how worry prone that we were going to become. He said, who of you by worrying can add a single hour To your life. Since you can't do this very little thing. Don't you love that? That Jesus is like, this is the very little thing, adding time. Since you can't do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They don't labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. I love verse 29. So don't set your heart on what you will eat or what you will drink. Don't worry about it. For the pagan world runs after such things. And your father knows what you need. Seek first his kingdom. And these things will be given to you as well. You see, we demolish and we destroy and remove every thought that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we make it obedient. We line it up to who God is. Is we're we're going to have thoughts that are not encouraging. We're we're gonna have fearful thoughts, we're gonna have anxious thoughts, we're we're gonna have thoughts that are loaded with anxiety. We're, We're gonna be wrestling through the thoughts of uncertainty in the weeks and months to come. Those thoughts are not going away. The fear of what if I get sick? What if someone in my family gets sick? What if they don't get better if they get sick? What if this thing gets worse and it doesn't trend upwards, it trends downwards? Like, ah, those thoughts aren't going away. That, that is the unfortunately crazy, bad, hard thoughts are going to come. Look, you're going to have selfish thoughts. You're going to have self-centered thoughts. You want to know what happened to my wife today at the grocery store? This is unbelievable. Her paper towels got stolen out her cart. I mean, I had some thoughts, (laughs) right? I mean, like we're going to have selfish, self-centered thoughts. We're going to get angry. We're going to get frustrated. I mean, look, just hashtag shelter in place look, we're stuck in our homes, and then when we get out, it's not like really even going out because we're like in some weird sci-fi movie everybody walking around in masks. Crazy thoughts are going to come, but we don't have to follow where they're trying to take us. We don't have to worry. We need to attack them by not allowing any thought to live in our mind that does not line up with who God is and you know there's a phrase that I've always loved it's been around for a long time some people actually credit George Washington for saying this which I think is is kind of cool is that your best defense is a good offense your best defense is a good offense we don't just need to war against these thoughts that we have we need to guard against them as well I mean, think about all we're doing to guard against COVID. We put on masks on our faces. We're staying in our homes. We're saying no to things left and right for the sake of guarding against catching this virus and helping it not spread. And here's the thing. It's time that we put some mask on our minds as well as our faces. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's time that we start putting some masks on our minds as well as our faces. Listen to Proverbs 4, verse 23. Above all else, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Now, look, I don't think this has ever been easy. I don't think guarding your heart has ever been a simple thing. But here's what I do know. That on June 27th, 2007, Proverbs 4.23 got harder. Because that was the day that Steve Jobs stood on a stage and introduced the world to the iPhone. Now, cell phones at that point, it already revolutionized how we stay connected to one another. But on June 27, 2007, what happened was the iPhone revolutionized how we stay connected to the world. And what that means is, is that this little device right here gives me access to everything at all times Without ceasing, I can turn notifications on so that anything that happens on any app, I get an automatic update. I can I can turn notifications on; it'll tell me all the bad news when it's happening in real time. Look, here's the thing: we will never guard our hearts or our minds. If we don't guard our eyes and our ears. How many of you have have, have gone to WebMD? You know, like WebMD is like super helpful until it's not helpful. You know, it's like you go to WebMD and like 20 minutes later, you're convinced, okay, I might have cancer. Right? Like, you go, you got some weird rash on your leg. You're like, okay, cool, web N D, rash on my leg. And then, like, 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm dying. Next year, like, we have to guard our eyes and our ears. Look, everything on our phones is not bad. I mean, I've, I'm loving the way that technology is allowing us to be connected in these days in, in such a significant way. I mean, the fact that I can like FaceTime with my family and my friends and see them in a season when I can't see them. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, the Bible app, how many people have, th- have been impacted by the Bible being on their phone? I mean, millions of people. The phone is not in and of itself bad, but listen, we are using our phones to feed our fears, more than we're using our phone to feed our faith. None of us chose to be in the middle of this, but we do have a choice on how we're going to think in this. And for some of us, choosing that path of life, choosing that path of life instead of that path of destruction is going to be to stop feeding the things that are destroying us. Stop feeding the the news that's corrupting us, man. Like, look, we can't put our heads in the sand. Hear me. You need to know what's going on. Like, don't, don't, don't be that person who doesn't know that there's a crisis, right? Don't be that person who doesn't know that the governor is going to, like, be saying some stuff and the president's addressing the nation. Don't be that person. But you need to know some news. You don't need to know all the news. All right? Like, well, you, you, you don't need to know any gossip, okay? I'm sorry. Celebrity gossip Is not helping feed your faith. It's it's not, right? And so for some of us, choosing the path of life is going to be to make some decisions where we're not fueling our fears. Because what we see and what we hear will shape the thoughts we think. And if, if we're not just going to fight against the thoughts that are in all of us, right, that are just tempting us to forget who God it has been to us, but also to guard against those thoughts having any room in us, it might be a good idea that some of us put our phones away. Shut them down for a couple hours. Like only read the news once, maybe, once a day, not a hundred times a day. Not every notification. None of us chose to be in the middle of this, but we do have a choice on how we think in this. We have to guard our hearts. We we have to set our hearts on things above. We have to set our mind on things above and not on earthly things. not ignoring what's happening, but not letting the thoughts that we're feeling in the middle of what's happening take us away from the author and perfecter of our faith that is Jesus. And I want to close this very simply today by, by just reading again the words of God to the people of Israel in Deuteronomy 30, verse 9. This day... I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. If you're watching today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, maybe you've heard about him. Or but you've never really made that decision to follow him. We believe that when people have an opportunity to respond to the story of Jesus, that they will. And so if that's you, this is life-changing, but it's not complicated. All we have to do is believe and receive. We have to believe that Jesus is God, that his life death and resurrection made a way for us to be forgiven of our sins that separate us from him and then to receive his love and grace if you want to make that decision today there's a prayer that you're going to see on your screen right now and i want you to pray this simple prayer with me jesus forgive me of my sins Wash me clean, cover, protect, and bless me as I give my life to you. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and strength to follow you all the days of my life. If you prayed that prayer with us, then we would love to connect with you and help you with some next steps as you begin your journey of walking with Jesus. So bless you, and until next week, love God, love life, and live free.